it's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Hello, my friends. Thank you, Jerome. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. We are back, sort of. Uh, I am back in that this is an episode I'm recording after my son was born, uh, but it is not a regular episode that will hopefully be back next week. I don't know yet. There's still a lot going on over here, so uh, we may have some. Uh, some stuff in the can that we didn't uh, find, or I might just record another one and uh, and toss it up, and we'll see what happens. But in any case, today is uh, it's a bit of a longer episode. It's a big day. My best friend, we call him Bump. His name is also Pat. Uh, he's Bump, by the way, which I may have explained when he got married several years ago, because his uncle Tony said when he was a kid he bumped into everything and it broke. Everything, no, his exact words were everything he touched would break. So uh, that's why they call him Bump. So there you go. I don't know, if you haven't been around a long time with the show, you might not remember that, or even if you have, you may not remember. So yeah, that's what we call him, there you go. That's what you need to know about that. But today's episode, Pat, get into it, because it's a lot to do. You're right. We sat down and talked about our music project, Thursday Nights on Campus. Um, The music is out. The project that we started in 2007 is done, and uh, what you're going to hear today is, uh, well, you'll hear us talk about it, but also... We spliced in, I spliced in, the uh, all the songs from both EPs, so it's nine tracks, and we talked about all of them. Uh, like I said, it's a big conversation, it's a longer episode today, so uh, if that's not your thing, if you're not into it, that's fine. If you don't want to hear me sing uh, a lot today, that's fine too, skip ahead, I'll come back next time and do something else, and then uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, uh, it's a lot. It is a lot, and it's a little awkward, because I didn't realize, uh, well, I didn't think about splicing in the songs until like five minutes before we started recording so yeah just decided let's do it that'll be fun like a storyteller's uh kind of thing and that's what we did so that's what's coming up today and then afterwards we may have a special treat uh but i will talk about that at the end all right so there you go um let's see before we start notes that i need to mention yes of course thank you mom she well bought me my guitar transported my guitars uh all the places more places than i can remember and um yeah, let me work out all these tunes in erratic for all those years. So there you go. So yes, that is, uh, uh, I didn't do a physical release, but of course I, you know, if I had, the liner notes would have, uh, that would have started there. So yes, thank you, mom. Thank you. Everyone who's ever supported us. Uh, and we did this in the thing, but, uh, anybody who's ever supported us, I know I'm forgetting things. That's what I do. But, um, yes, thank you so much. And that's all. Uh, okay. So before we do one little note, we mentioned that uh, Bump went undefeated in Pick'em. It's not exactly true. He did win two years in a row. And I know that I, I will say I have two favorite songs. Yeah, sue me. Eat it. So yeah, uh, I'll have another note for you when we get back at the end of the thing. But we're going to, uh, yeah, we sat down and talked about the uh, the whole experience of, uh, of Third Sentence on Campus. So sit back, grab your favorite cold one to crap open, and uh, maybe two or three, if uh, depending on how fast you drink them. And uh, there we go. So you're going to hear some music from, uh, well, me to open this up and close it and then during. So really, it's all music from me today and then a fun conversation. So let us get to that and uh, I won't keep you any longer. 
Yeah, I, I wish we could do this in person, but I mean, maybe we could have. Ah, it would have been messy to set that up. But I'm glad you're on the show finally. Yeah. We were talking before, like I've been doing this for a decade, and this is your first appearance on the show. Yeah, I know. How, how have we not? How how did we let that happen? Ah, uh, uh, it's been one thing after another, I guess. You know, it's just. <laughs> I mean, I I did go undefeated and uh, pick them right. Yes, yes. You so this is your reward. Back back. You get to come on. I think you did two in a row. Yeah, back to back. And then I haven't won a game since. <laughs> Pretty bad. Yes, for anyone listening, the NFL uh, game of the week pick them. Uh, yes, Pat has won two years in a row. And I said, hey, come on the show. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And we didn't do it until now. So congratulations. <laughs> nice. But very belated congratulations on that. <laughs> well worth it. There you go. And we're like, we haven't actually seen each other in a very long time either so yeah this works out when when was the last time i saw you your birthday um like two years ago that would have been 2019 yeah because i didn't see anybody last year yeah it's too yeah oh sorry uh, again for everyone listening we're recording this on my 33rd birthday you're not going to hear it till july but it's fine um yeah so we legit haven't seen each other's faces in exactly two years which seems insane Whew. Oh, you still look the same. Oh, thanks, man. You grew a beard, which is... Yeah, uh, a bit. Yeah, that's a lot. I got this long... What are you doing with your hair? Long hair. Man, can I get a screen grab of that? No, it's fine. I'm not going to... I don't need to do it. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Long hair coming. What are you doing over there, man? Saving up for D-Brand's wedding. Jesus. Yeah, I got to jump off, like, the top of the uh, altar or whatever. Put a guitar. Well, I hope I can be there to witness that in person. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, man. What till you hear a speech? I I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm kind of surprised I never we never asked him to join this project. The reason you're here today, in case I didn't do this at the beginning of the show, is you and I did a have done a music project for many 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 years and uh it's finally like it's done. It's all out in the universe. And I can't believe it. And I also can't believe we never asked Dennis to join us. It just seems like something that might have happened at some point. Yeah. It just wasn't fitting. It's just like two different styles, two different everything. Just didn't mix, you know, oil and water. Two different everything, I think, is first of all, that'd be a pretty cool uh, album name if we did <laughs> collaborate with him. And I think that's the perfect thing. Nobody knows who Dennis is. Well, some listening might, but he was your neighbor for many moons. And uh, yeah, his style of, uh, of performance art was very different from what we've put out. So uh, yeah, Dennis is going to hear this and be so mad he wasn't included. Sorry, buddy. Couldn't well, make it work. That's ah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Uh, but yeah, it, it's still insane that... Thursday nights on campus, this thing we started in 2007 is now a real, like we were like, Hey, we started, I started playing guitar when I was like 15. And then years later I was like, Hey, I wrote this thing and you know, let's try to make something of it. And it kind of all snowballed from there, which is really, I don't know how it happened. Like you, you came up with, you started to come up with some stuff and you named the band. Do you remember how you came up with the name of the band or no? 
I remember we were in your kitchen and um, I think you were home from school or something like that. And we were something, I had something to do with you being away for school. And I don't remember, but it was just spur the moment type thing. We just thought it sounded cool. It does sound cool. I wonder if, like, when someone hears the name who doesn't know what it is and hears us for the first time and goes, Oh, that name doesn't fit at all. (laughs) Right. Like we should be a punk band or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's how we like kind of started first. Like we were just as, as like a joke, uh, like mocking those punk bands or emo, whatever. And our sound just kind of stayed the same, I guess, you know, or all teenagers and early twenties. And that was our, that was our uh, vibe, I guess. I don't know. And all the stuff that you hear, by the way, uh, was written at that time. Like, we all wrote this stuff when we were 19, 20. And so if it sounds like a teenager wrote it, that's because they did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's good or bad, but that's like it's just there. That's what it is. It's fitting. And, like, it had to come out. It's, you, can't keep, you can't keep it bottled up for that long, you know? And that's why, like, it's so weird to be able to have something. Like, I didn't do a physical release. I thought about it. Well, actually, when <laughs> when we started this, people were still listening to CDs in their cars. And so I thought, hey, I can just put it on CD and send it to people. And now nobody listens to physical media anymore except vinyl, which uh, I'm not paying for. So, sorry. Unless you want one, you know, if you want to crowdfund it, a vinyl pressing of this uh, of these two records, by all means. <laughs> but, uh, you don't get one anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, people vinyl kind of made a comeback for people who like to spend money on things and be, I don't want to say snobbish, but like, hey, look what I have, right? <laughs> yeah. But you don't have a record player, do you? No. Uh-huh. All right, so you won't get the vinyl pressing, that's all. Yeah, I might just like plaque it, put it up on the wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so if we do, if I do a vinyl press, you'll put it on the wall. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, well, now I got to look into this. God damn it, Bump. <sighs> what are you doing to me? No, it's fine. Um, so what I want to do, actually, is you won't hear these as I do this, but I kind of want to play all the tracks and, and run through them, if that would be cool with you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so the first one is really fun in that, well, okay, it was fun when we were 19, and screw it, it's still fun when I'm 33. Uh, yeah, let's toss that in. Hello. 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 Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
The fun thing about this for me is that's the original recording of Is Anybody There? Like, that's the first thing that the three of us, you and I, and uh, our buddy Mark, the captain, if you listen to the show. Um, <laughs> that's the first thing that we ever did, because I had that progression. Uh, I had that in, like, 2006. I found an old cassette of old demos of the songs you're going to hear today, and uh, they're bad. They're not good. They don't sound good at all. Um, but I had that, and I was like, let's make a thing. What song do we record in the bathroom? Uh, Thoughts of You. Okay. Yeah, which uh, we'll get to. That's on uh, side B, which I didn't think would exist. But mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to get to that for sure. But yeah, is anybody there? I just had that. And for guitar players, I'm basically sliding a C shape up and down. And uh, I was like, oh, let's. Uh, I got this progression. Let's play it. Mark picked up the microphone and... Hello? 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 Oh, and I'm just like, oh, that's funny. Like, that's funny. I love it. And I didn't know what it, I was going to use it for, but I was like, I need to save this for some reason. And shout out to Danny Schmitz, my producer, who made all of these songs sound like I didn't make them in my basement. So, <laughs> so like, I don't know how he did it, but with me using my old equipment that makes a lot of noise... Um, but yeah, he uh, he made it sound awesome, and he made that first sound, first track that was recorded on an Xbox microphone sound like a real thing, which uh, is insane to me. So thank you, Danny, again. Um, yeah, I I bought the Xbox mic for like 15 bucks at Best Buy because I wanted to record stuff, and I had no idea how like how to do it. I didn't have any knowledge of hey, this type of microphone will do this and this that. Like I know that now. But then I was like, this would be good, right? Maybe. And uh, a lot of those are not good. <laughs> like quality-wise, they don't sound good. But there's a lot of fun stuff that we did. Yeah, I remember uh, bringing over my rock band microphone and trying to use that. I don't know if you can remember that. I do. And we tried to use both at the same time. But because of old technology and all that, again, folks, 2007, we were doing this. It's a long time ago. Like now. You could probably hook it. You get a, a splitter or whatever and pop two USB, although it's kind of tough to do two USB things. But you could do it much easier now than we could then. Let me put it that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was so weird how that little thing became, hey, let's write more stuff. Let's make an album. Let's do this. And I was like, this they can't be that hard, right? Uh, it turns out it's very hard. It's very difficult to do and i um i don't i kind of don't know how we finished all this like it just seems like it was going to be the project like the one that got away right like we were never going to be able to nail down first of all because we never could see each other in person to do it and the technology then was not now like we couldn't do it remotely so it was just like huh all right maybe this would be a thing at some point and now here we are at like seven or eight years, it kind of just feels like it's going to be a wash. But yeah, no, for sure, it, you know, a lot of hard work. And uh, man, you really, really, you know, put a lot down. Yeah, I just went with uh, with what I thought would be good. Like what I, I tried to stick to our original plans as best I could. And I mean, we've sat on these for so long. Like we've I've had all of these demos for so long, with uh, exception of one. 
I just I kind of already knew what everything was supposed to sound like, and I sent you, Christ, how many demos did I have I sent you over the last ten years or so? Hey, what what do you think about this one? Okay. How does how does how does that does that sound good? Is that is that okay? <laughs> I felt mm-hmm. bad. I'm like he's gonna be like, bro, please stop. Can we not do this anymore? Can we just stop? I don't want it. <laughs> nah, nah, I was there, man. I just I wish I could have put more into it, you know. Um, looking back on it, it's definitely something that I, I wish I could have done, but you know, what are you gonna do? You know, both working, both married, both doing, you know, no excuse. But I wish I could have had you on for the vocals. Like I wish that well, first of all, I wish it didn't take a global pandemic and uh my wife getting pregnant for me to actually sit down and finish all this stuff. But all that aside, I wish I could have had you in for to do some vocals because we wrote some stuff with like harmonies in mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm really bummed out I couldn't make that happen for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I I think what you did though to finish it played out well. Like uh, I'm not gonna I'll wait until you get to that point in a certain song, but you know, it it, it played out well. Oh, now I want to know which one it is. Wow, I can't wait. Ah, look at you teasing. I like this. It's <laughs> like you're a pro. Good for you. Nah, just wow. use the hard work and dedication. <laughs> what are you, an athlete now on draft day? Something. <laughs> How'd you get here, man? Oh, uh, just work really hard. <laughs> yeah. Two days, three days. <laughs> yeah. 110 degree weather. A lot of times in the basement, in the uh, attic. Yeah. It did get hot up there. Oh, that's the the drawback of me only being able to do this like on school breaks was it was December and August or like July. And so we were either freezing up there in my <laughs> mom's attic or sweating our asses off. So either way, it was not good. <laughs> and you can't record with any kind of air conditioning or fan on because it just doesn't work. <laughs> At least not that like the way we did it, because we didn't I didn't think of like layering guitar and vocals separately for years we just did it all at the same time and so yeah any kind of noise was in the track and it was just always uh a little bit messy that's why i'm glad i got them cleaned up and did it i guess the right way a better way i wish you could have kept the drum solo though the drum solo which oh damn i know you did a couple of them but which one which song are you thinking of uh what was it since you've been gone was it? Wow. Yeah, All right. I forget uh, now, but oh. I remember I just remember the uh the instrument that I played. That stool or the chair or whatever. There, uh it's an old table, which I think might be the one that's next to me that has the board on it. Let's see it. I think so. Let me see. it might it might be. Hold on. Was it this one? Uh well, no, that wasn't it. There was oh I remember. It's the taller one that had like a shelf, which yeah, I yeah. believe Dan took. Yep. So damn you, Dan, I'm joking. I love you. Thank Woo. you. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he listens, but he might because you're here. I think that's what's going to bring a lot of people in. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not damn. me. Not damn. me. <laughs> wow. Oh, not you, not me. Who knows? Who the hell knows? All right, we are going to get the sense to be gone, but I want to do at the last second first because I got to go in order. And this is one, uh, well, for all of you, here it is. You know that I can't stay too long. 
In fact, by now I should be gone But I just had to see you first Now please don't cry and make this worse Before I go There's something that I have to say about actually talking about it first and then playing it but it doesn't matter um if you haven't heard it by now what the hell the first side came out in february so get on it people or don't you know do whatever you want but yeah at the last second is is a weird one for me because i wrote it in like august of 07 and then we didn't record it until may of 08 and like i had it completed i wrote it in like a week which is for me to write a song really fast, like that's it's unheard of for me. Like I always took way too long and got in my own head about stuff, but that one kind of came together really quickly. And it was one where the harmonies I had planned for you and Mark to sing, which we did a demo of. And I remember, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but we did like a, we tried to do like a storyteller's uh, thing. We recorded it probably 10, 11 years ago. And we just did demos of everything that we had. And we were singing the thing, and it got to the chorus that before I go, like that part. And you didn't sing the first one because you said, <laughs> oh, no, that's Mark's part. <laughs> do you remember this? <laughs> I, I do recall that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, that was the plan to have you guys do those parts, and then I would just do the rest of the thing. And mm-hmm. um, I think it worked. I learned recording these vocals, it's really hard to harmonize with myself. Like mm-hmm. that was way more challenging than I ever thought it would be. It just felt really weird. Hmm. I thought it sounded good though. Like not to toot my own horn, you know, I don't like to do that. But um, for the plan of the song, I think it really worked. Like I think it came out really well. 
Yeah, for sure. Oh, thanks, man. It means a lot. Since you wrote part of, well, no, that not that one, but the rest not of that. them, you wrote most of, actually, most of side B, you wrote. If I'm thinking of all the songs, yeah, there's only one on there where I didn't have any help. Yeah, yeah. Which we're going to get to. People are like, oh my God, what are they talking about? Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to get there. It's going to be great. Or not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, At the Last Second was a good one because it was really easy. Like It was really simple, put together. Um, I don't know where the lyrics came from because that was not a situation I was in when I wrote it. But I think it worked. And I was still trying to work on a concept of like, hey, let's kind of start a... I don't know, a relationship or a friendship and be like, hey, here's a like a happier song and then let's move over to sad stuff. And that's kind of where I wanted the record to go. Like that was the first plan. And we're like, we could do this. We'll just, it'd be great. And then all we wrote were sad songs. <laughs> was that was that pre-Jill or was that? Uh, the song was written a month before Jill and I started dating. Uh. And then the demo was we were dating and she was there at our little band practice. And that was the first time we ever did it. So... Um, it worked out. I, I don't know how it worked out that way, but mm-hmm. it did. And I'm glad it did. I'm glad it worked out that way. Those little coincidences that, I don't know, make the story a little more interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one was good. And I like uh, the, the old demo, if I can find it, the, uh, the end of it with the snap at the end where Mark just goes, because <laughs> that's how the song ended, was like on a, on a stop at the end of the chord. And he's just like, ah, snap. I'm like, yes, yes, Man. thank you. I wish I could have included that on the record. <laughs> For sure, yeah. There's so many. I can remember so many different little things. Like, uh, what was the one we did, like, 48 takes? <laughs> Actually, good segue. That is set to be gone. Uh, yeah. yeah, so here is the last time I'm ever going to play this song. I'm never performing it again, but uh, you can hear the finished version right here. It's been.
just can't believe that you would do a thing like this. Why'd you walk away? I need you here today. Since you've gone, it's been so hard. Since you've been gone, I fell apart. Things have changed. I haven't been the same since you've been gone. Nothing's been the same since you've been gone. And Bump, I got to tell you, dude, I'm sick of this song, man. <laughs> I'm so, like, I am, if I ever perform again, that's not on the set list ever. I, like, it was, okay, for a little backstory, first song I ever wrote was Since You've Been Gone. Don't know where the lyrics came from. Maybe I was trying to fit a concept or something. It was just a sad song. And whenever I would play, like I'm at school and people are like, hey, you play guitar, do you have any songs? And I was just like, yeah, I got one, great. And that was my only song for about seven months. And I was like, all right, I'm kind of done with this. Kind of want to get a, a full version out and then get it out of my, uh, off the rotation forever. But yeah, you and I, that was like the first big thing that you all three of us did was that song and uh yeah what do you remember about trying <laughs> trying to trying to sing how i wanted you to sing without me being able to show you it, it was <laughs> really difficult because it, it's like we're going off of something that we we all i mean obviously you, you have your own idea of like what you want to do and how, how you kind of think it's supposed to sound um and I felt like a few times we were doing it and then it just wasn't, it didn't fit. And then I remember there was like a period where we all like just stopped and we were just like, okay, deep breath. <laughs> let's, uh, let's try this again. And you know, it's, uh, it might've been like take six or seven. We finally got like a decent recording and, uh, yeah, then somebody blew it me or Mark, <laughs> somebody, <laughs> I forget now, but I think Mark forgot the forgot his lines. Yeah. 
but you know it happens i guess you know it's it was rookie mistake man that song is the reason i learned how to sing and play at the same time because it was super frustrating to not be able to show you what like for you to hear what i thought the song was going to sound like mm-hmm. and i was like yeah just like this it sounds like this and you and you both looked at me like what the f- does that mean like what are you talking about and uh i think it took us a really long time to finally figure out what that melody should have been and i think i don't know i i like to think that we nailed it in the end mm-hmm. or i did on the record but it, i took a lot of input from both of you over the years on it so i like to think that it all at some point came together right yeah yeah i remember we were going up high and then we were coming back low and then it's just just we couldn't get it to fit and i don't know what what was so difficult i think the the setup that we had was the hardest because you know we're we're going off of a notebook we're trying to stay quiet you can't really look uh you know can't really move too much because the snow was it the snowball at that time no we didn't have the snowball yet that was still the xbox mic okay so it, it was just picking up every little noise like the chair the tr- chair would creak. It, and... uh, it didn't help that we were sitting on really old wooden chairs yeah. at my mom's house. So, yeah, it was it was a lot. We were dealing with a lot of adversity there. Also, I feel like we like we were so new at making music in general that none of us knew how we, we were supposed to make it sound any better. Mm-hmm. So, like, none of us knew tips and tricks or anything like, hey, how about we try this? How about we try this? And, again, didn't even think about hey, why don't I do the guitar first and then, you know, do the vocals separately? At least that will give us a baseline to figure out where we're going. But that yeah. would have saved us a lot of time. Now I'm realizing now. We didn't have all the fancy programs back then either. I mean, it was like a uh, garage band. They and, didn't exist. Yeah. I mean, like, we didn't have a Mac, so it was, you know, that much more difficult. Having a Mac probably would have helped a little bit. Because oh, sure. the, the Macs at that time had GarageBand built in. They still might. I'm not sure. But certainly at that time, they had GarageBand built right in. And so we would have been able to just, you know, at least use that and have something. But I was I remember using a program called GoldWave. And I was using like a free trial version. So it didn't have any features at all. It was just like record, play, stop. And that was kind of it. Like, oh, by the way, you only have like 10 minutes. I'm like, well, great. We need something else. <laughs> like, this is terrible. <laughs> and we didn't have any money to like buy software. So I'm like, I'm not going to make you guys pony up for anything because I don't know what's good or what works and doesn't work. So yeah, a lot of trial and error, which uh, with the limited time we had to spend together, I'm kind of bummed out we didn't figure out a, a better process earlier. <laughs> I know. Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, we got there. It's out, right? So <laughs> yeah, next next album hopefully will be a lot smoother. Now, oh my god, don't do that to me! Don't do that to me. <laughs> yeah, maybe five years instead of ten. ten. I mean, this took legit fourteen. So yeah. who knows? But yeah, now that I have um, a little bit better handle on how to do things. You know, hey, if you want to write some more stuff, I'm always game. Well, I got plenty of stuff just sitting around. So, you know, as soon as you're ready, 
get this other album started. Man, I'm always ready to write sad songs with you, brother. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there will be uh, a whole different vibe now, now that we're uh, old and, you know, you're 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 a father now and yeah dude yeah. it's a lot it's a lot we have different uh <laughs> different views you know different things guiding us and inspirations and whatnot i don't know how, if we could really get away from our bread and butter yeah yeah it would be difficult but i think we can uh progress slowly into something different you know i think that would be cool great now people are going to be like oh when's the next album coming out we've started uh, some chatter and now yeah. people are going to expect this from us. You know that, right? Yeah, they'll they'll have to wait. They, yeah, <laughs> they will. Hey, they waited long Great. enough. Yeah, greatness takes time. So, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes, Rome wasn't built in a day, and all that. Yeah, certainly. Oh my gosh, what a what a mess. So, um, yeah, never playing since you've been gone again. Mm. So sick of it. Was it um? physically hard on your hands as well to play that song i forget i know there's one that you had a uh, a rough time playing the riffs and whatnot well since you be gone was is an easy one it's uh sliding the same shape up and down so it's that's kind of like i think a good thing about me not being a great guitar player is that all the stuff well a sounds the same and b is not that hard to play um the only one i really started to have trouble with was thoughts of you at some points which we're going to talk about. Um, Thoughts of You, actually, let me uh, interject this now. Thoughts of You was supposed to be on side A. Uh, It was supposed to be, like, I reworked it for, like, a slower version, and it kind of worked. I liked how it sounded. I might put it out as a a bonus at some point, Um, but I didn't have the the bridge at the end that you're going to hear at that time. Like, I didn't write that until this year. So the song didn't get finished until when we're doing this, probably two months ago, which is weird because we start we wrote that in 2008, but uh, <laughs> when we were 20 years old. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of the tough one. We also recorded that in my mom's bathroom, uh, so we're going to talk about that. But this one, um, Best Wishes, is one is a song that I wrote in 2017, so I was 29, and I wrote it in 48 hours. Less than 48 hours. Everything like guitar, vocals. I had a demo done in two days, and this is what it sounds like. Do you ever stop to think about the past And wonder just where things went wrong Cause it sure as hell just doesn't seem like that Things sure have changed since you've been gone And that's why I you were very easy for me to get over I don't miss a single day I don't miss the fights with you till you got sober And I know I'm gonna be okay But maybe I'm thinking too much in confidence the heart that's broken is in mine because I know for sure you were very easy for me to get over 
single day. I don't miss the fights with you till you got sober. And I know I'm gonna be okay. Do you remember when we used to have a plan? We always thought we'd see it through. And if I could go back and do this all again, the only thing I'd change is you. a single day I don't miss the fights with you till you got sober and that's why I'm gonna be okay and I think well, first of all, I know that's the fastest I've ever written a song in my entire life. And I don't know where it came from lyrically. Like I had a cool guitar progression and I was like, let me try that. And it kind of fit the original concept of the record. Like it was fine. It was like meant to kick off like, hey, we went through some stuff and now we're good. That end phase of the record. And I really think, again, tooting my own horn, the best vocal performance on either record is this song. And so I'm really glad that like I finished this really quickly and I don't, I don't know that I ever played that for you before. Do you remember if I ever like showed it to you? My memory's like terrible. It's well, it's so long ago, man. You know, uh, if I heard it, I'm sure I, I do re- remember you saying something about it, but just, just trying to recall it right now. It's, it's tough. It's a lot. I know I've uh, dragged this project for too long to get any real answers out of us. <laughs> out of either of us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, but yeah. But you remembered how many takes we did since you've been gone. So that's like, <laughs> I mean, the brain is a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Once you pass 10, it's just like, you know, <laughs> it's up there. It's like 30, 40, 60, <laughs> thousand. And it certainly felt like that at most points, right? Mm-hmm. Just for trying sure. to nail that down. for sure but yeah uh best wishes is maybe my favorite song on the rec on the first record only because i finished it faster than anything else and i think it took me fewer takes and i think i just nailed the vocals i don't know how i did it like i did it in this very chair by the way all the vocals were recorded right here and the guitar for the first set of so like the first EP I recorded in my apartment in 2018 because I thought, hey, I got some time off. Let's do it. And so this was supposed to come out three years ago. And then, uh, you know, stuff happens. And then, again, it took a pandemic and my wife getting pregnant for me to, uh, you know, nail down a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Jill, for getting pregnant at exactly the right time. She was sent for a reason. I guess. She claims, by the way, that because she was our manager, that she should get a cut of the revenue that we've gotten from this. But I mean, she didn't really book us any shows or... We had one. 
help it out. We did. We played a, a Halloween party at her mom's house uh, for a very disinterested crowd <laughs> of like seven people. And we screwed up the songs and it was just, uh, it was fun for real. Do you remember a lot about that? I remember the glow stick drums. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, that was, uh, was very, very poor. So, you know, we had to make do with what we had. And I, I, I thought it worked out pretty well until uh, until the beverages started kicking in. I mean, isn't that how it always goes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you crap open one too many cold ones and you're just like, all right, things are taking a turn now. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're uh, getting thrown into a bush. <laughs> Man. Good times. For sure. For sure. That is, uh, hey, life on the road, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> we just insulted real musicians everywhere. <laughs> Literally walked down the street to do that show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a huge venue. So many people there. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it got like a little rowdy. People? Security had to throw some people out. Yeah. Ten people total. <laughs> <laughs> Including us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was good, though. Back in the day, we were on MySpace when that was still a thing. Yeah. I mean, I know it's still a thing now, but... Yeah, it was totally different back then, though. That was before it was, like, bad. Now now it's bad. Before uh, good old Tom sold it for, like, $500 million. I know. What was he thinking? He's still on my top. He wanted $500 million, probably. I guess. <laughs> he was in my top eight. <laughs> I love Hey, everybody's first friend. Yeah. We should get him on the show. Talk to him. Man. Tom, Tom, can you I work? Wonder, with... I wonder what he'd charge. Oh, man. Oh, that's what he sold MySpace for in, you know, 2010. I can't imagine. Oh, he's got to do it for free now. <laughs> why, why would he do it for free? Because, man, all that money. You're saying you, you think because he's set, he doesn't need to make any more money from us? Say no TED Talk. <laughs> he should do a TED Talk. That'd be fun. Yeah. Tom, bring back the bulletins. Bring them back. We need and the a white shirt. And the and the the undershirt in your profile. <laughs> Most popular guy on the site is pictures just him like looking behind you behind himself in a damn undershirt like he's the Fonz. Right. Twelve dollar outfit. <laughs> I wonder if he even wore shoes. <laughs> hey, he, spun, he he strikes me as a flip-flop guy. Exactly. Either that or there's like slip-on vans. Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I had to picture him, but yeah. Yeah. Good for you, Tom. Tom, come on the show. Tom from MySpace. Tom Anderson. Calling you out. Not really. I just, it'd probably be really fun to talk to him. I don't know. He's been through it. Um. All right, Bump, we got one more song on side A here, which uh, was supposed to close the record. Like, in all. I think that, well, I thought so. The song that you wanted to close the record is what closed out the whole thing, which we're going to get to. But Holding Up the Roof, I would say, well, here it is. I used to think that I was nothing more to you than just a whipping boy for you to abuse. But now I know that I can, I can take a stand. I know that when you raise your hand I'm gonna be fine Gonna be fine 
I'll be all right. This is my favorite song of ours. I think just because it's like the, it's the happiest sounding one that we have. I mean, maybe not lyrically, but musically it's like, I don't know. I guess the kids would say it's a bop, right? Would Mm -hmm. you, would you say that? Yeah, for sure. Definitely nod your head to it, you know, bump it in the car. Have you bumped it in your car? Uh, In the Stratus, yeah. Oh, oh, we're going back now, boy. The Stratus. With it, actually, when you did have an uh, CD, a hard hard copy. I don't know. Oh, if that's right. I did make a CD of uh, really, really low quality demos. Yeah, yeah. That that was in there. It was in the Stratus. Played that several hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get it right. Yeah, that is. Um, I remember I started with the chorus with that song. And I called you. I was like, hey, like I'm coming home for spring break or whatever, and I want to work on this new song. And you were like, yeah, yeah. And it, uh, a couple days went by before we could actually get together. And I think by the time we did, I had finished the rest of the song. And I was like, hey, remember that song I said we're going to work on? I think it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and like the harmonies are my favorite in this, mm-hmm. even though, again, it's really hard. Like for the record, it was really hard for me to harmonize because – I had never sung those parts before. Like the parts where I layered the vocals in the chorus and the pre-chorus, like, I'm going to be fine. Like I had never sung that before. 
And so that took a couple of tries where I was like, huh, why can't I get it to sound like like Bumpin' Mark did? Why can't I make this sound good? What the hell? And so this was the most frustrating song for me to record. I don't know. I will say I'm just glad I was able to finish it and get it out because I love it and it's my favorite song that we have. And it just like, it's another one I kind of got sick of once I was done with mm. the vocals, but I will play it again if someone asks. Yeah, it was definitely a, a nice vibe to it. Very catchy melody. And, uh, you know, I, like you said, a, a positive kind of uh, vibe. And that's actually one of my favorite as well. That part where you're like, I'll be all right. That was like my, I was just like, cause it's like a breath of fresh air, you know, you, you can finally breathe after all that stressful, um, uh, you know, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So that, that, that was definitely a breath of fresh air. I like to think that, uh, that song was kind of cathartic for all of us because I mean, even though we didn't all write it, once we all sat down and we're like, Hey, this is what it is. And I remember doing the demo in my mom's living room and somehow we did it in one shot. And it was just like, yeah, this is a song that like everybody goes through some kind of thing, some kind of trial or tribulation or whatever. And this song kind of felt like, you know what? Yeah, we went through that, but here we are on the other side of it and we're, we're good. We're all good. And here's this catchy song that you can sing and your bass solo. Uh, I'm very disappointed. I could not put on the final product, but uh, on that old demo, it's there, and uh, I do enjoy it. I wish I could have made it happen for the real thing. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, pre pre bass. It was uh, what, what kind of bass? The first act we had? Uh, no, I, I uh, convinced you to buy a Brownsville bass. Okay, for like seventy dollars, mm-hmm. and I think you owned it for a total of three weeks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy like. I was like, hey, just buy a bass. Maybe that'll help. We were trying to be like a real band. Uh, Looking back, I think we should have gone with percussion instead. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some bongos or congas or something like that. Or uh, what's the word? The big stand-up drum starts with a D. Uh, uh, ah, What the hell's the thing? I don't don't know what it is. But that might have been a better call because we didn't get an amp. We didn't get any kind of uh, other thing to make it stand out and make it come across in the recording. We just had the bass. Yeah. And, uh, it, well, again, you owned it for like three weeks. So clearly it went really well. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Bill for, uh, taking us up to, to go purchase it. Yes. Shout out to Bill for always buying me guitar strings and taking me up to, uh, get my guitar maintenance when it needed to be. And, uh, always, yeah, just being like for all the support that my family has given me over this, the course of this project, they all had to listen to me work out these demos. <laughs> for years and i can't believe i didn't get kicked out of the house or something or like they didn't hide my things <laughs> she sent us she sent us out a few times just go outside and play <laughs> go outside no, and do we're playing something. football in the house i think yeah <laughs> i remember that we were like really really loud upstairs and I forget what song we were working on but we were like really loud and then she just was like all right i had enough <laughs> get away <laughs> go away I mean, again, like we did so many takes of all these songs to try to nail them, try to get them right. And it didn't always work out. And so we would just kind of start screaming at each other. (laughs) Not in a bad way, just like we want to do this and we're all of a sudden just we have some kind of energy pent up and we're just going to let it out and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Clearly, it didn't work. 
and then uh, we would get off topic and start recording nonsense. That's, that's how our, our uh, sessions usually ended up. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of those on a hard drive sitting here. So uh, maybe those will be on the Patreon. I don't know. A lot of those, <laughs> though, had um, some inside jokes that would make sense to no one but us. Yeah. So, like it, so it may not make sense to uh, to put them out anywhere. Although I think Lamp and Dishwasher did were up on the SoundCloud for a little while. Yeah, throwbacks. Which, um, yeah, we just kind of... Like we always had a pl- when we got together because again it was the time that we could spend together was quite limited, so when we got together we always tried to make something happen like actually write a thing or record a thing, and sometimes it would just turn into let's write this funny thing and let's sing about a lamp and then oh we got to do a remix about a dishwasher and then let's go from there and so sometimes you know like you said our practices always ended up with just us just kind of around. <laughs> Which was fun. I don't regret any of it. Uh, memories I'll cherish forever because it was just super fun. But uh, in the long run, didn't help us get this album done. <laughs> no, it didn't. But we did fine tune some things like that, you know. And uh, I mean, one of our best hits. I don't know if I should name it, but uh, I can censor it if you do. That's one of that's one of those, uh, you know, just ranting and rambling uh, days. The uh, day Kutri. <laughs> Almost did a spit take, folks. Um, yeah, the Zelda song that we did, the freestyle Zelda song, which I, um, yeah, I can't put that one out uh, in good faith. Uh, again, like it's if someone else heard it, not knowing the context of some of the things we were talking about, it it would come across not great for us. So just believe that we wrote a really fun song about the Ocarina of Time. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that is our best, like, freestyle thing we ever did. Yeah. This is definitely the longest. <laughs> yeah, it's like seven minutes long. And at the end, I think it's on the, the track. Hey, my hand's cramping. We got we to gotta wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So much stuff that maybe it's good that nobody will ever hear it, I think. Yeah. I think, I think just having us have it in our brains and our hearts is, uh, is the best way to go. <laughs> For sure. You know, just having it is always an opportunity for a maybe, you know, for a maybe. I mean, hey, if we can get together and, and kind of uh, clean that up a bit, do a, a real recording, I'd be down for that for sure. Yeah. Maybe that would be a bonus on the second album. Yeah, maybe it'd be on the next uh, video game. Oh, Jesus. Oh, now we're going we're gonna to be in bed with Nintendo. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Lofty goals, man. I like it. I'm only kidding. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> I'll, I'll censor it it's fine uh i'm gonna cut all that out in fact no it's no it's fine um so yeah i i only thought i thought i was only gonna release five tracks like it was only supposed to be one ep i was like yep i'm done great but then i thought i got more songs here that i want to put out that i think really kind of let people know who we were as a band and like really kind of captured the sound that we had and well have we're still we're still a thing. We're still buddies. We could still be a band. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, um, I got enough. Let's make a side B. So let's flip the tape and play that song.
talked about a month ago well a, a month be, let me say a month before the record came out side b and you and i have very different ideas of where this song emo came from and i remember sitting in the attic it's 2007 we were flipping through the notebook and like wow we write a lot of sad songs like this is a lot of not really depressing stuff but a lot of this is downer stuff why don't we try to find a way to put all of that together into one song and I was like, oh, all right, well, I got a sad like riff I can play. That would work. And so my impression of this song was always kind of poking fun at sad songs. Mm-hmm. And I kind of tried to write the second verse with that in mind. But then you, like a month before the record came out, you were like, oh, yeah, that was supposed to be like a really serious song. So did I completely ruin it with how I wrote the second verse? No, no. It, it, it ended up, like I said, it ended up turning out all right it was just something that i wanted to take a certain way and same thing happened we just didn't finish it we didn't you know get to it and uh i think what you put together worked out well oh thanks man yeah we uh we wrote the first verse well you wrote the first verse so we had that i remember and then i was like oh what am i gonna do for the chorus and i had this little instrumental part and i tried to write some lyrics for it but everything that I was coming up with just made me sound like a huge dork. And I was like, I don't like, it's not going to fit with what I want. So the instrumental chorus is on purpose. Like I figured 
it kind of fit with the story of the song too, where like this guy is or whoever this person who's singing this song has been through whatever they've been through, whatever kind of terrible thing they've gone through, and they they just need to kind of collect themselves before telling the rest of the story. Maybe that's a cop out for me not wanting to write a chorus, but in the end, I think it really worked out. Yeah, for sure. And you know, like you said, there's there's always a chance that we could uh, do something else with it re-record it get together and do something else and you know that's that's it's always going to be there you know maybe your vision can finally come true your true vision for the song maybe maybe we'll see i mean although like you called it emo and wrote a picture i'm going to try to find the the picture i sent you like you drew a little like some artwork for the song which made me think you were just going to poke fun at stuff yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just, you know, do it with that in mind. And then mm-hmm. you hit me with, hey, I want to do a real thing with this. And I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's not that this isn't a real thing or whatever. I mean, your take or whatever worked out. Um, I just wanted to take it somewhere else and do something else with it. And, uh, you know, maybe, like I said, who knows where it'll go. This is going to break up the band, folks. No. This is the last you'll hear of us. No. This is it. <laughs> no. I remember we filmed a thing. We filmed a video in the studio of like, what would happen if we did it behind the music and we broke up? Like, what would we be arguing about? And I wish I could find it. It might have been on an old hard drive that I no longer have. But we definitely did a thing of like, what if we broke up and like came back and wrote real songs? I don't know if that actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember this? I mean, is this a fever dream I had? Uh, I don't remember all the details. I do remember something like that, though. It was a lot of years ago, man. So probably a fever dream on my part. But I, I remember, like, we tried to do an ad for Deer Park. Yeah. And uh, it, I don't know. I think I my thing was that none of us drank Deer Park, so why would we do that? Not realizing that, hey, just because they sponsor you doesn't mean you have to actually use it. You just got to take your picture with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I do remember the the Deer Park though. That was official sponsor. So Deer Park, if you're out there, you know, if you want to sponsor us, we're here. We're ready. We can write more songs if you'd like. <laughs> we can write songs about Deer Park. Can we do that? Uh, as long as we don't get sued, I think we can we can pretty much make it work. I mean if they pay us to do it, I'm all I'm down. I'll make I time. Mean, they have they have those uh, toilet paper songs now, and you know I'm sure I'm sure we can do something catchy and boost their their water sales and whatnot. We can make it work, Deer Park. Reach out, reach out. ThursdayNOC at gmail dot com. Reach out. That's our that's our real email, by the way. Awesome. It's not a, it's not a bit. Um, <laughs> man, that would be sick. Oh yeah. If Deer Park just like listened to this episode. And decided, hey, yeah, write a song about us. That'd be great. <laughs> Drink our water or else you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. There you go. I'm going to summon it. We're going to add Deer Park on that. I'm going to clip that out and send it to Deer Park. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much how everything starts. Like, you know, you just have a random little thing and then, uh, you know, it, it just grows legs and starts walking. Yeah, most of our songs started with, like, I had a guitar thing, and then you would start off lyrics, like, with something kind of serious, and then it would inevitably end up with 
a toilet joke or uh, a different kind of joke that I won't mention or some other kind of thing that wouldn't make it into a into a, like an, a final song. And then we're like, all right, this is the end of this practice. Yeah. Now, I can remember back with um, with emo, actually, is uh, how you were playing it at certain speeds, certain that I remember just being like, oh, no, 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 no. Just do it like this. Do it like that. Do it like uh, try it. Try it like this a little faster, a little slower. And um, yeah, I mean, that's the finished product. Now, you know, I do remember like when we were doing a lot of this stuff. I don't know that it helped us that there's only one actual musician in this trio, but yeah. you still had an idea of like, here's what I want this to go. Here's this sound I want. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of I think it made me a bit of a better guitar player because I had to try to figure out what you were trying to tell me. And so yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this sound will go here and then this will go that way. And I think emo is one. I do remember you'd be like, hey, let's try this. Why don't you try it this way? And we'll get to the last song. Um, but that, you like changed the game on the last track here, which we're going to talk about. Uh, but yeah, like not having another musician hurt in some ways, but also it made me get better to try to figure out how to play the sounds you were making with your face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's my only instrument, unfortunately. I mean, I could try drums and like I can make cool sounds and stuff, but I just, I don't know. Not not that I even tried to learn it. I mean, I have like short briefly, but it's just like, it's like speaking Chinese to me. I just don't get it. Like I get it, but I don't, you know what I mean? It's hard. It's something that takes a lot of work. That's for sure. Like, it's not something, unless you're a prodigy of some kind, that you can just sit down and pick up in 10 minutes, right? Like it's... Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about not getting sued. Uh, <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> nobody nobody important listens to this. So we're, oh, well, oh, well, man. Deer Park. The Deer Park people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just thought about that. All right. Well, maybe they don't know anybody involved with that uh, thing you just quoted. So I think we're good. I think we'll be all right. But yeah, uh, Emo is a, one of, a favorite of mine. I think just because it was different from everything else that we had done to that point, mm-hmm. and I think different from everything that's on this on these two EPs, like it it stands out for me. And I don't know that I perfectly captured what you wanted. Like you said, you kind of wanted to go a different way, but I like that it it stands out as something like, "Hey, this is like it's a finger picked song instead, and there's no chorus and there's no like real harmony or anything like that. It's just kind of." Here's someone telling a story of going through a sad thing. And then, you know, here we are coming out the other side. The way it's positioned, you know, it's like the first song and you know, it just kind of fits. It's something different that kind of leads into everything else. It's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be in like the middle of the record where it's like, hey, I'm sad now. And then we're going to come out of it with the other stuff. But um, yeah, I, uh, I like the song a lot. Could you tell? that I played the verse part once and then just layered it over itself. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. That's great. Yeah. I, because it's the same exact thing 13 times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not playing that 13 times. So I played it once and then just looped it over itself until I got to the chorus. And I was like, this, this works. <laughs> Technology, man. Little, uh, little magic of editing there yeah. on display. Wish we had that years ago. Probably. Would. I yeah. I wish I would have thought of that years ago. We could have had this at least that song done. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could have put out a single, but hey. <laughs> and I, that's something I did think about over the years. Like, what if I just put out a bunch of singles? But then 
like the whole project was supposed to be a record. And so I felt like if I was putting out singles, that would have been a disservice to the original idea and the band as a whole. Like I figured I wanted, like, here's a full thing we did. And putting out singles, I mean, that's kind of the new way to do things now. But uh, I mean, when we started, it wasn't. So I think I kind of held on to that for so many years. Maybe it's good, maybe it's not, but I like how everything turned out. Yeah, I think um, the next song is probably one of my favorite of all that you've done. You know, Whoa. It's definitely, definitely, it's it's a it's, to, it's totally different than than everything else to me. And uh, yeah, it's definitely it touches things you know that you know kind of just move you in a certain way. You know, I really hope you're talking about end to begin because yes. otherwise, yes, yes, oh great. Okay, so here is that very different song, and I got stuff to say about. Tell me everything's okay, but I see it in your face. What are you feeling? What you say? They're just not the same. Let's drop the charade. This is a rare song in that it's actually about something real. And like, because again, the whole record was supposed to be a concept of like, hey, let's go through this. And so not a lot of it is autobiographical. And when the first 
EP came out, people were like, dude, are you okay? Like a lot of these songs are really sad. Are you good? You, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's a concept. It's all good. But End to Begin was, I wrote it in 2011, I guess. And I was really sad about not being able to hang out with any of my friends anymore, like college friends or hometown friends, because we had all gotten jobs and moved and married and kids and all that kind of stuff. So I was really bummed out about not being able to share the same experiences that we once did. And so I wrote a song about it. And I really think that I captured that vibe. Um, not to, I feel like I say not to toot my own horn right before I just start tooting my own horn. But I, uh, yeah, I feel like I, I actually wrote a song about something real. And for that reason, it's a, it's a top song for me, even though I had to pitch the guitar down uh, a half a step or a step, half a step, because I can't sing as high as I could 10 years ago. But I think like it all worked out. I think it, it sounds great. What about this for you makes it really jump off the uh, the old page? Mostly just the lyrics, you know, it's just the way the way it really grabs you and carries you through the, the whole song. You know, a lot of other songs, I feel like we had fun and joked around or we were maybe like emo or a little serious and then tried to be dark and whatever. But this this is like like you said about how. You know, you were sad and you actually felt it. I felt like I felt that through this song more than others. Well, thank you. That means a lot because, like I said, it's a real thing. Like, it's a real thing that was happening and I was really bummed out. And to finally be able to, because songwriting is such a weird thing. Like, you can write a song about literally anything. Like, we did it. We wrote a song about a lamp, right? And so you can have fun with that, but also you can kind of tap into stuff that maybe you didn't know was there. Maybe you didn't know how to fully put it out. And all of a sudden, so to hear you say that means so much to me to be able to say, Hey, here's a song I wrote about real. And other people can hear that too. So that's, Oh man, what a compliment to me. You're, my head's going to be too big to get out of this room now. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, it already is with the hair, but <laughs> oh, thanks man. Yeah. Hey, you, uh, you got a short right now. So you're good. It's I got to get a cut soon though. Yeah, it's a lot. I can't wait till uh, September when I can get my hair cut. It's like a mop, man. It's so hot. I can imagine as a guy who's dealt with long hair in the summer. That's uh, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Man, wow. So that's the song you were talking about earlier. The song that uh, it really jumped off. Wow. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Because uh, you know, like you said, you know, you're going through dealing with uh, you know, big changes. You're you're leaving the dorm. You're leaving school. You know, you're off to work doing your own thing. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of going through the same thing as well at the same time. So, you know, I felt the same energy, the same everything through the lyrics. Ah, nice, man. That means a lot. That was weird. Like, that was not to jump back, but a lot of people said about Since You've Been Gone, like, hey, I was going through a tough time. Somebody, something happened and that song really helped. I'm like, wow. Like, I kind of can't believe that, you know, dumb words I wrote as a teenager or a 20 year old or whatever can resonate with anybody. So that's kind of uh, the magic of songwriting, I guess. And it makes me feel good. Give me some wins. Thank you. <laughs> you don't get a, yeah, there, you don't get a lot of them, but uh yeah, it's uh that's that's one of my favorites too cuz cuz it's about real stuff. Um yeah. Oh, solid. Man, I feel good now. Thank you. <laughs> so we mentioned that we wrote a song, we recorded the first takes of a song from my mom's bathroom. Um, unfortunately, the guitar you're going to hear on Thoughts of You is not from that, but 
we can talk about it anyway. Uh, anyway, once we play the song. So thoughts of you. I tried so hard to let this go away, but it came back to haunt me. I can't deny what I hold inside. It kills me now. Time to let this out. You were the one who kept me on my toes. Forget me or let me go. You always somehow knew just what to do. Whenever I got down, I thought of you. Because of you, they say I found my way. It took some time for me to realize you're the one that I need in my life. You were the one who kept me on my toes. You never did forget me or let me go. You always somehow. It's one of my favorites, I would say. I like that riff in the verse, like is one of the coolest things I've ever written. I don't know how I was able. One more time. No. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite things that I've ever written, just because like I didn't think I'd be able to do it, and so I wrote that. We we started recording. My mom in her house upstairs has like a big bathroom. And we were like, hey, the people have said acoustics in the bathroom are great. So let's kind of test that. So we had the mic in the bathroom and we both sat in there singing the things. And I think those early demos sounded good in that like, hey, this actually works out. But uh, if I can dig one of those out, I'm, maybe we'll post it on the Patreon. But yeah, I'm going to make you pay for the, the crappier stuff, folks. That's what I'm going to do. Premium <laughs> everybody that's that's what i'm gonna do but um yeah i think you wrote most of the lyrics to this song and i i wasn't sure like we we wrote i think two other verses for this um more than what is on the actual song and i don't know i think once i finally sat down to to record it i was like we don't need all these we don't need all these words because there was no bridge there was no like solo there was no breakdown of any kind it was verse chorus verse and then that was kind of it for a long time do you remember like was this about a real thing that you were going through or was this just like hey let's try 
and see what these letters sound like together. Yeah, it was definitely uh, a time in my life where I was dealing with something. And um, yeah, I don't want to get too much into that. But yeah, it's it was definitely the inspiration for that. Um, and, you know, some of it, some of it's just storytelling as well. With me, like a lot of things, I just I might feel something and get a vibe for something. And then next thing you know, I'm writing this whole story about how, you know, I can't breathe and there's shadows and stuff like that, you know. But yeah, um, that's that's how it played out for this. I think it really worked. And I think that like it was weird because I couldn't sing while I was playing that that riff part. I'm not doing it again. Um, <laughs> like I, I couldn't do it. So like we both had to alternate on the verses, which I thought was really cool. And I wish that we could have uh, we could have done that for the real thing. But uh, shout out to Danny Schmitz again, my producer, who played the guitar track that you hear on this song. Because, I, like I said, we recorded that in my mom's bathroom with a, a guitar that I have here, but the amplifier I don't have here. So there was no way for me to recreate that sound to get the last little bit that's on the song, the, the bridge after the, uh, the second chorus there. Um, and so I was like, hey, my choices were find a way to re-record it or pay my buddy more money and be like, hey, can you do this for me? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I went with that and um, he played it cleaner than I ever have in my life. And so like, I'm grateful for that. I think it sounds awesome. And he also, through his wizardry, lined it up with the vocal take that I had sent a month ago. So I didn't have to redo it. So I was really happy with that. And I think it, like the way he played it, the way he went through it, um, I think he really captured the feeling of the song and it all worked out. I mean, I changed some of the lyrics to kind of let him, let him flow a little better than what we wrote originally. I did that for a couple songs. Um, mm -hmm. But I still think the message of the song is there. And I think that it just, like it was hard for me to sing it how we wrote it at first. Cause again, we were teenagers. So, you know, we didn't have a lot of that, hey, syllables and stuff. We just kind mm -hmm. of wrote words and tried to make them rhyme, I think. That's kind of how our songwriting went, right? Yeah, very simple. I think people can gather that from uh, just one song, right? <laughs> like, like, there's nothing too, uh, too deep in the woods here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, that's why this was our first project, our first, you know, thing. Yeah, I mean, again, we started when we were teenagers, so... You can only build from there. Yeah, yeah. So in five years when the second record comes out, or the third, technically. Five. Did you out. already put a date on it? <laughs> huh? No, no, no. You said five years. No. Well, five, give or take seven. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, this took 14. So anytime in there, I think we're good. Yeah, we have a 14 year window. <laughs> <laughs> People are chomping at the bit for this, man. They want this. I don't know that that's true, but thank you. I thank you if you listened, anyone. Like it's kind of amazing that like people paid for this. Like I put it up for free on Bandcamp. I'm like I'm not charging people for this. Like there's no that was never the plan. Like it was never we're gonna make a million dollars. We're gonna go do this. We're like no, we just wanted the right songs to put out and have people hear what we were doing. Unless maybe you had that plan. Are you gonna reveal something here that I don't know? I uh, don't. Uh, yeah, I mean. You never know what tomorrow's going to bring. You know, if we decide to, you know, use that. There's a lot of artists that actually 
use their same songs in their next albums. I, I've noticed that, and um, I feel like it's robbery, but if people like the songs, then, you know, obviously it's not robbery. I mean, if anybody's willing to pay for it, I'm, I'm so grateful. But yeah, it, it was never the, like, because I put it up on Bandcamp and I was like, all right, because uh, you can set your own price. And the default price was $7. Mm-hmm. Like, I am not charging anyone $7 for five songs on one collection, four songs on another. I just don't feel good about that. So yeah. I just say, uh, nope, pay whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pirate it, steal it. As long as I get your uh, credit for the download or your listen, it makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of wacky that so many people have uh, have jumped in and, and supported this thing that we started so many years ago. It just mm-hmm. it blows my mind, and I'm eternally grateful to everybody. It's insane. Do you have an update on like the statistics? Like what's what song has the most plays? Or oh, anything geez. Like uh, I don't, but I can look right now. Hold on. So the song with the most plays is Holding Up the Roof. Wow. Nice. I like it. I can dig it. It's nice. my favorite song that we did. So mm-hmm. there you go. Has the most plays. Sweet. There you go. Nice. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to our stuff. But mm-hmm. I know it sounds like we're ending, but we have one more song. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's the last one. This is great. Hello. 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 I'm gonna 
So I mentioned holding up the roof's my favorite. Um, I think Roller Coaster is everybody's favorite. Like collectively as a band, this is our favorite song, right? Is that fair? Yeah, I, I feel like it was worked on evenly. I feel like we all contributed like a lot to it. Um, I think that was it. Started off as a challenge, right? You you literally said take this home, and everybody write a verse. Yes. Yeah. We all well. We all wrote, we each wrote a verse and the plan was to each sing our own verse and then sing the chorus together. I think that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all wrote it. You wrote the first verse, uh, which I, uh, I am singing. I now sing to my son whenever oh. he starts to get real fussy. I just start going, it's 4 a.m. still up from Saturday night. And, uh, it doesn't work, but <laughs> I, I mean, I try, I'm going to keep trying. Uh, but that always, that's in my head, like perpetually. I'm just like, man, that's that's a really good like it's a great start to the song. Like it really works out. And then yeah, I wrote the second verse and I remember we were at my mom's neighbor's house. I was dog sitting and Mark came by, we we're gonna do a demo, and I was like, Hey man, we need a third verse. And honest to God, he wrote it in forty five seconds. Like he wrote the third verse of this song in less than a minute and he was like, How's that? <laughs> it's like, What why are you have you not been here the whole time? Like, this could have been done so much sooner. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that sticks out in my brain. Yeah, that and then the uh, the time he skipped out on practice to go build snowman. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff, great stuff. Just Not knocking Mark, man. Throwing right? him under the bus. No, we love you, Captain. Yeah, when you, uh, you know, you when you have uh, a significant other and, you know, special people or just people, you know, that you need to give some of your time to, you know, that time is important. So there's a reason this was on the back burner because again, we weren't going to make money from it. We weren't going to, you know, become famous. It was just a thing we wanted to do. And, you know, other things take part work and school and marriage and kids and all that, like that, all of that is uh, more important than a, uh, I don't want to denigrate it by calling it a hobby, but than a little project that we were doing as teenagers. Right. Yeah. That's why it took so long folks. <laughs> Yeah, I I do love this song. I love that it's the same progression as is anybody there. Mm-hmm. And so being able to start side A with that and end side B with roller coaster uh was really great for me because I it was the same thing. I had to pitch the guitar down on this one a little further cuz uh well, 32-year-old Pat could not sing like 20-year-old Pat could. So that's um yeah, this was the most difficult song vocally to record by far. I just couldn't hit the notes for the first couple takes. And then I was like, all right, let me pitch the guitar down and try to go at it that way. And you said, Hey, why don't you try to slow it down and make it like a conversation? And I was like, that's a great idea. And so that's what I ended up doing. And so vocally, this sounds different than the rest of the record. And that is partly by design, partly out of necessity. But I think that it really worked out and I also shortened the song. Like the original demo was almost five minutes long Mm -hmm. because I would play the guitar part for the verse in between and then both choruses would be sung together. And I sat down to do the guitar. I was like, I don't need all that. 
we don't that's more work for me and it's not really going to help the song and so i think the way that i was able to structure it made it sound made it easier for me and also made it sound better and speaking of sounding better i have to thank my friend arden kerhays she's in the band double identity she sings the choruses for the song and thank you she yes thank you you absolutely crushed it and i didn't think she was going to say yes i was just like hey who would do this uh, well, she was the first person I thought of. I was like, she would crush it. And I'm like, well, I don't know if she's busy. I don't know if she wants to do it, if you know, whatever she's got going on. But she's like, yeah, I'll do it. Absolutely. And I'm not ashamed to say that when she sent the second chorus part, I got a little choked up because first of all, she absolutely nailed it. And second of all, like this was the last song for the record. Like this was the last song that needed to be done and that was the last part that I needed. And so I was like, holy <laughs> like this project, I'm even getting choked up now. <laughs> like this project is finally going to be done after so many years. And I would have never thought of asking anyone else to sing on it. I would have like tried to figure it out. But I'm grateful that she said yes. And I'm grateful that she just absolutely nailed it. Um, yeah, because I could not have done what she did. Not even close. Like she just knocked it out of the park. So Arden, thank you very much. Uh, I don't know if she's going to listen, but I have to, of course, thank her on the record. What did you think when, when I sent you the demo, like the first demo that were, that had her on it? What did you think when you heard it? Uh, I definitely wasn't expecting it. You know, right away it gave me, it reminded me of a few other songs out there. Uh, what's that one song with, um, oh man, my brain is just like. If you don't have it, there's no way I'm going to have it. <laughs> See, this is like how our practices go, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, what's that one thing? But, uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of other songs out there that kind of gave me that vibe. And, you know, she just brought a different energy to it and it was a necessity, you know, we needed that. I couldn't hit those notes. Um, and that's kind of where I wanted to be. And yeah, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Cause I remember, uh, like we all, we each wrote a verse, but the chorus was mostly you. I remember doing the demo in my mom's living room. Like we, I, we were playing the the song, the um, the guitar, and I was walking through the living room, and I just sang one of the lines, and you were like, "Ooh, say that again." I'm gonna write that down, and kind of built the chorus or the bridge or whatever around that. And I was like, "Huh." We kind of made that work based on just a random, like a random collection of words that came through my head as I was walking through the house. Hmm. And I was like, "All right, well, it ended up being like our favorite song." as a band. And I think it really, it worked out. And I, I almost, <laughs> I thought about asking Arden to record the whole song <laughs> just because like, <laughs> she's a better singer than me. This would be awesome. But, uh, Here, just no, have I, this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll release this to double identity. You can play that and you can probably play the guitar better than, well, for sure. She can play the guitar better than I can. So maybe that would have sounded a little better, but yeah, this, I think, um, because you, the original plan for the record, you wanted Roller Coaster to close, right? Yeah, I yeah, I believe so. Because the way it just kind of summed up everything, how life life literally is like a roller coaster. It's ups, it's downs, highs, lows. Um, you know, that's that's what I felt would end the the whole project because it was more of a peaceful and happy um, ending there. Yeah, which is why I'm I'm really glad that it worked out with two EPs. So mm -hmm. I got what I thought I wanted with holding up the roof, closing out one of them. And then you get what is probably the better play 
of Roller Coaster closing it out because even though the guitar sounds different because I had to pitch it down because Pat's voice can't hit those uh, notes anymore, um, <clears throat> it's the, like it's the same song as the first track. And so you hear that. And fun part about this for me anyway is the first and last voice on these while well, this project you hear is Mark. Because mm-hmm. I had Danny go back in. I'm like, hey, can we do this? Put the hello in at the front and then at the end that has a good beat i like it and then the tape stops and i'm like yep that's exactly what i wanted and it really once the idea shifted from an album to the ep the whole project kind of took a different direction and i think i don't know i kind of love how it turned out this way as opposed to what we were going to do before yeah I, i agree um like i said i i just couldn't hit the the way i wanted to vocally you know, she just knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She makes me sound like a complete amateur. <laughs> like, <You are. laughs> and, it, and oh, well, I am. Yes, we are. But oh, technically, we're professionals, man. Yeah, People right. bought this. We're pros. <laughs> but no, I, I would never consider myself a professional singer. Um, I joke about it, but it's something that, I don't know, something I've, I've wanted to do, something I that's always been, well, not always, but has been in in my brain for a long time. And so being able to, first of all, finish this finally and sit down with you and talk about it, trying to remember stuff that we did 15 years ago, has been awesome. So man, thanks for doing all of this. Oh yeah. Um, just thinking about it now, it, it reminded me of uh, that song I was looking for, Stained and uh, Amy Lee, I think it was, Broken. Uh, Seether, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Seether. How did we, how did either of us not come up with that? By the yeah, way, yeah, uh, yeah, because well, that's, that's a song that's, that we played all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of our uh, go tos. But yeah, that's the vibe I kind of got. And you know, her voice is beautiful. Uh, she just kind of completely knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I I feel like it's a it's insulting to say I was blown away because it mm-hmm. sounds like I wasn't expecting her to crush it. But I was completely blown away. I was uh, overjoyed that one she said yes, and two that she just absolutely crushed it. It It's fantastic. I mean, it was just, I don't know. I, I just can't believe that like you and I are sitting here talking about Thursday nights on campus, like being done. The completed. Yeah. Not that the band is done because we're apparently we have to do a second album now, but uh, (laughs) like this project that was, that has gone through many different names and many different, uh, I don't know, thought processes. Uh, yeah, but there was no, I feel like there's no better title than the Attic Sessions, right? Because this all, that's where it all started. That's where oh, most man, of these yeah, songs were written. So I thought, yeah, that, that works out really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just perfect, you know? And finally, man, finally, like this, it feels really weird because like the proverbial monkey's off my back, right? It's like, I've had this for so long. It's like, what do I do now? Like, what, what do now? The old Charlie Kelly bit. Uh, you know, cause it's done like this thing I've been talking about for so long, it's in the universe. You can listen to it, download it, stream it. You can pay for it if you want. We'd appreciate it, but you know, just, you can pirate it. I don't care. Steal it from where I'm not, you're not stealing it. I'm giving it to you, but, uh, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm just grateful, man, for all the stuff, for all the things that we went through to put this together and to be able to, again, I'm bummed out that I couldn't get the harmonies with you guys that I wanted um, that really would have fit with the direction we were going. Um, 
really bummed out about that. But mm-hmm. I think using what I had and, and using the obstacle, getting over the obstacles that were in front of me, I think uh, all in all, I'm so happy with this and uh, grateful for you and Mark to be a part of it. Yeah, man. I'm grateful to be a part of it as well. You know, uh, Air high five. <laughs> yes, sir. I think we uh, missed, but that's okay. One more. Um, one more. <laughs> there it is. That's the one. But yeah, um, it's just even more of a reason to want to try to get something else done. Inspiration, call it what you will. But uh, I, I honestly think we should do a follow up, brother. Oh, my God. We have to. Uh... We have to, man. We have to? Yeah. Why do we have to? Because we're professionals now, man. We not that to. I not that I won't do it, but why do we have to? Do we have to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There. How many? How many? How many people streamed? Um, the number's embarrassing. I'm not going to say. I'll tell you after. <laughs> hey, it's more than one, right? Yes, it's more than one, and more than just me. See, so there's people. It's plural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people out there, whether it's one or a thousand, there's people. I mean, we do have uh, other songs that are finished that didn't make the cut, mm-hmm. um, and maybe maybe they will, maybe they won't. I, I felt like they were going to be filler, and it was just like, hey, let's put these on to like just make a full album. I was like, ah, I don't love them, but who knows? Maybe we'll revisit. Maybe we'll come up with some new stuff. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe the next time we get together and we're able to sit down and, and play some music, we'll crank out some hits and have another four or five tracks ready to go. Let's make it a goal. Oh man, we're really doing this. All right. Uh sorry, Jill and Arthur. We gotta do a thing now, apparently. We gotta do that's out of my hands. It's in it's in a higher power's hands. I don't know what to tell you. We gotta <laughs> We gotta do it now. I don't know. What do we I guess we'd have to come up with a new title and a new yeah. and new artwork and all that. Man. <laughs> What's that? Riffs from the cradle. <laughs> there you go. Oh, we'll come oh, up with something, man. We always somehow we always do. I don't know how, based on the many directions our practices and sessions, and even this, always took. But somehow we always come out of it with uh, with some good stuff. And uh, again, man, thank you so much for doing this. It's about time you got on the show. Let's not make it so long before the next one, eh? Yeah, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll we'll figure out something else to talk about. I don't know. But uh, yeah, folks, that is uh, that's the attic sessions, both sides. Uh, yeah, didn't plan to do two, but. Here they are, and that is, in a nutshell, in a very big nutshell, Thursday Nights on Campus. We, a project we started when we were uh, 18, 19, is finally done when we're in our early 30s. We did it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. Anything you want to say to the people before we go? Just thank you for all your uh, dedication to all our hard work. And uh, you know, keep listening. Tune in. Keep listening. Another plug to the melting pat. Keep it going. Keep them, keep them eating. Keep them surviving. You know? <laughs> Let's do it, people. Oh, good stuff. Thank you, man. And um, um, happy birthday, brother. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, this won't come out for a month, but I appreciate that all the same. All right. uh, this is going to take me a long time to edit, so I'm glad I have some time. It's going to be good. Uh, friends, there's more me after I'll play a sound effect and wrap the show. But uh, Bump, dude, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. God bless. So there you have it. My thanks to Bump for joining me. That was fantastic. 
just so wonderful. And then we were done. I was like, man, this is going to take forever to edit. And it did, but it was really fun. So thank you, my friend, for joining me. And uh, I don't remember if this made the show or not, but we talked about having Mark on, the third member of the band. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I reached out to him. I didn't hear back. Well, it turns out I didn't hear back from him because I forgot to reach out because baby brain is a real thing. And I was like, okay, well, we have two choices. I called him and apologized profusely. And I said, we have two choices here. You and I can jump on Zoom or Skype or whatever and record a quick chat. Or uh, you can call the voicemail line or send me a voice memo and just trash me for several minutes for not inviting you on the show. And he said, that sounds great. I'll do that. And so if he was able to do it, he's a busy guy. Uh, I don't know if he's able to uh, to carve out some time, and that's fine too. I'll get him on eventually. Um, <laughs> if he was able to do that, I'm going to put that here. If not, well, I'll be doubly upset about it uh, because it was really my fault. So uh, there you go. So hopefully the captain will be here to just take a huge dump on me. We'll put that right here. And if not, I don't know what's going to go here. Probably the pooper. Um, but thank you, Captain. And uh, uh, sorry again. Yeah, that was just, uh, it was all me. Completely my fault. So there you go. Um, okay, so I am not going to end with G-Love today. Just because, well, you've been here long enough. And that's another two and a half minutes that uh, doesn't need to be added to this file. So uh, I'm going to put on something at the end. Probably the uh, the music I did for the November show. Um, in any case, that's our show. Thank you for listening. TheMeltingPat.com for all of our stuff, all of my stuff, I should say. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of the uh, the network stuff. All the shows are up there. You know what to do. Um, stream my music, our music. Stream it, download it, uh, whatever you want to do with it. Uh, Thursday nights on campus on Bandcamp. All that stuff will be in the show notes. And I think that's all that I have to tell you. So yes, my thanks to, of course, my best friend Bump. My thanks to the captain. My thanks to anyone and everyone who has listened, downloaded, streamed, uh, bought it. I still can't believe that. If you bought our music, thank you very much. Um, if you told a friend, even if you hated it, thank you very much. So there, so there you go. Yes, this project is done. We'll see what we do in the next five years. I don't know. But uh, that's it for the show today. My thanks again to all of you for listening. Enjoy yourself. Just you know what to do. All right. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Wear a mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated. You know the drill by now. If you're not doing that by now, I don't know what to tell you. All right. Um, I think we're good. We are? Yes. Nothing else I have to tell you, I don't think. No. There you go. We're all done. We've been here for a while. So there it is. I'll talk to you next week about I don't know what. But until then, just have fun and don't be stupid. All right. You've been inside the Meltic Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. <laughs>